Our love for each other will increase. That's the title of this podcast. Steve Gretsch here. And this uh, title of the podcast is A Different Drummer. And 1 Thessalonians 3.12 says, May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else just as ours does for you. The Lord does, it's another work of, of him, and he causes, he makes more. I looked that up, the word, um, uh, that the word make, and some of them versions say to causes our, our love to increase, but the Lord does it. He makes more. He makes, and our love increases, it's growing, and it's overflowing. And so that's, that's what he's, the promise is, is that our love will increase. I love that. And it's, um, um, I love 2 Peter chapter 1 too. It's, um, in, there's, there's um, increasing measure there as well. And I don't have those memorized, but it's just that the Lord expects us to grow in our, in our relationship to him and each other. And it's a, it's a growing experience. Which no, there's nothing stagnant about it. Isn't that cool? But our love will increase, and it increases for each other. And he, I'm guessing he's referring to the church. The church, um, the church is a special place for his <laughs> believers, and it's a place where we meet together. Um, it's Acts two forty two, where we meet together, we pray, we. We uh we love the uh, the the apostles' teaching, which is scripture. We get together and eat, and uh, we have we basically kind of hang out, and it's a it's a love thing. I like that. The Lord does it though, and here's Solomon's prayer after the temple was built. It's pretty cool. In First Kings, uh, eight twenty three, it says, and um and said, Lord Solomon said, uh, Lord the the God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or above in, or on the earth below. You who keep your covenant of love with your servants who continue wholeheartedly in your way. I've had um, some podcasts about being wholehearted. I love that. Uh, my teacher of old um, from my school that I went to, I did a, the Bible survey and it was the whole Bible from beginning to end in three different segments, and he he would talk about being wholehearted. The, the Old Testament talks about that uh, in quite a few locations, and he would say, "Don't be half baked." And there's nothing worse than like if you pull a, a, an item out of your oven and it's only half baked; it's not worth eating. <laughs> so, anyways, he would talk about being wholehearted and. Uh, the Lord says, "Your servants who continue wholehearted, wholeheartedly in your way, the God keeps, our God keeps His covenant of love. He, God keeps His word. It's it's a done deal. Um, it's again, it's from God alone. In Exodus thirty four six, it says, and He passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger." abounding in love and faithfulness. The Lord is slow to anger. He abounds in love. There is a point where his anger is going to, is going to kind of, it's going to come out and there's going to be, there is judgment and wrath coming. It's, it's the, 
tribulation and the end times and but yet he continues and he is in um where am i and he's, he's abounding in love and faith and faithfulness he's gracious it's a wonderful thing his promises are truth and his promises are that he is faithful in love too um, I love this, how Jesus, um, well, it's, I call this next segment, this next verse, a look from God. Um, it explains itself. Uh, Mark 10, 21, Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, I think this was the rich man. Go sell, uh, yes, go sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. The Lord can just look at someone and love them. I don't know. I mean, I I think that uh, man is capable of that too. But I can't imagine that look. It would have. Uh, he loved him, even though he, the rich man, was was not capable of doing what he said he was doing. Um, this love, this love that the Lord um, has, refreshes us, and I and I think our love for each other is refreshing for each other. And Philemon 1.7 says, Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. It's refreshing, isn't it? Uh, as we encourage each other and love one another. I have a podcast coming up about encouragement, and it's a... Um, it's going to be a great one. So, but anyways, the love, the love that we show to each other and we, we bear one another's burdens and we are on this life, this journey together and we are, we love one another. It's refreshing to the heart beyond. And it's also beyond this fondness It's beyond fondness. Uh, let me just read the John 21, 17 says the third the third time he said to him, this is where um, uh, Simon Peter was, was uh, after the resurrection, Jesus was asking him if he loved him. He says, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. And this love, um, if we look at the... Um, and I'm sure that you know this. I love to talk about how the love of the Lord is different than anything we could possibly be capable of. Um, in the in the Hebrew Greek, or or if you look at the, um, I believe it's Greek, that the the word love for from Jesus is an agape love. It's a love, a selfless love. It's a it's a self sacrificing, selfless love that is that there isn't anything for me in there. When Peter responded, he said, I love you. Peter's love was a phileo, a love. It's a, it's a fondness love. And fondness is, um, it's not the, the level of love that our Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus went to a cross and died. It was a selfless love. It's beyond any kind of love man is even capable of. Um so it's the it's and love is the greatest in First Corinthians thirteen to twelve through thirteen says for now we see only a reflection as in a mirror then we shall see face to face now I know in part then I shall know fully even as I am fully even as I am fully known and now these three remain faith hope and love but the greatest of these is love 
So then there's, that's the, love is the best. It's the greatest thing. You would think that he would have used love first, but the greatest is love. Um, oh, that was in re- in reference to Second Peter. There, the, um, I won't get into that. I'm going to press on with my love story. This is a love story, the love of the Lord for Jerusalem. I, this, this is so good. In Ezekiel 16, 4 through 8, it says, On the day you were born, your cord was not cut. Nor were you washed with water to make you clean, nor were you rubbed with salt or wrapped with ink cloths. No one looked on you with pity or had compassion enough to do any of these things for you. Rather you were known out rather you were thrown out into the open field, for on the day you were born you were despised. Then I passed by and saw you kicking about in your blood. And as you lay there in your blood, I said to you, Live. I made you grow like a plant in the field. You grew and developed and and entered puberty. Your breasts had formed and your hair had grown, yet you were still naked. Later I passed by, and when I looked at you and saw that you were old enough for love, I spread the corner of my garment over you and covered your naked body. I gave you my solemn oath and entered into a covenant with you, declares the Lord, declares the sovereign Lord, and you became mine. Isn't that a wonderful story of love? The Lord, um, we are, here's a, here's a, the, the Lord talking about Jerusalem, but it's a story of love and the helplessness of man and being born and basically, you know, um, we are in a state where we just are needy. I love this. Um, we, I have a new granddaughter, and um, it's amazing when you hold that baby and you just love that baby. It's just a love that's so. It's so amazing. I love. It's so fun, and but yet that baby is just pretty dependent and pretty helpless. That was that was the Jerusalem and the people. But yet the Lord spread a corner of his robe on them and he covered them up and he covered their nakedness and he, he, he um, made a covenant with them of love and he said, you are mine. The Lord is so good, isn't he? This love, I mean, we, I could go on for days um, about his love, and but yet our love for each other in the church, our love for each other in the church is a wonderful thing and it it is to increase. So anyways, I'm going to leave you with this. And um, this has become my ending verse. Or verses. Colossians 3, 1 through 3 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on the things above where Christ is. Uh, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. There it is, folks. It's all about love, the love of God. It's And he's the source, and he's the instigator, and um, it comes from him, and he, he brings it along. Well, I, I think that's it. I will talk to you later. I hope you have a great day. Take care.